What's up, guys? It's John Michael Perez with the JMP Podcast. Today we have our special guest back again. Special Jordan Brown. This podcast brought to you by Tyfke Real Estate Hoodie Company. Yeah, <laughs> totally I, unplanned. Too. I asked Jordan awesome. to pick me up this morning, and uh, I get into the car into his Honda Civic that has a license plate that says "Sold Quick" because he's a realtor as well. And I look to the left. And I see the same exact hoodie that I'm wearing with a green hat as well. So that just tells you that we've been hanging out too much. <laughs> Imitation is the most sincere form of flattery. Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to be like you yeah. when I grow up, man. Mm-hmm. Well, full disclosure, I uh, went to sleep very late last night. I was playing poker. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. 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 I saw that you texted me at like 2.42 a.m. I was like, okay, that's going to yeah. be an interesting morning. <laughs> yeah uh, okay but let's bring uh we're gonna try to bring a lot of value to this podcast so what's new in real estate jordan what's new in real estate well since i was on here last um had the most successful three-month run uh that i've had in any oh. career path which i think is awesome nice um and why is that why is that i think it's just i knew you're gonna ask that too and I think instead of having like this complicated answer, because I think people always try to be like, oh, what'd you do different? Or um, I didn't really do anything different. I think I just trust my process. And I know that if I'm consistent in the habits that I have set, they're eventually going to pay off. Mm. So I like that. Yeah. I mean, the same things that I'm doing now, I was doing two years ago when I started. Mm. You just don't always see the results, you know, until the timing is right. And yeah. we're, we're in such a people-based business yeah. that their timing is more important than my timing, yeah. right? If I can stay top of mind, if I can consistently create content and, and just be a resource for people, then that's going to come back to me eventually. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, it's an interesting time in the market because the agents last year that were not um, lead generating and we're not uh, continually growing their network. Um, now they're struggling. Because, oh, for sure. Because the market has shifted and not everybody's wanting to sell their house and not everybody's wanting to buy because interest rates are really high. Yeah, they 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 rose a lot and um, now people now we're trying to find the value in not trying we're trying to um educate buyers and sellers on the value of buying and selling yeah and i think it's cool because the clients that i'm helping now buy a house in this you know more more balanced or more buyer friendly market that we're in were the people i was trying to help during the extreme sellers market mm -hmm. and instead of not touching base and giving up on hey well i can't help you find a house right now so I'm just going to drop it. Like yeah. I, I was so I'm very relentless with my client cultivation and making sure that I stick with it. Nice. Because if you were ready to buy a house and the conditions just weren't right, well, I'm going to wait until conditions are right for you. And then we're going to, you know, we'll pounce on it. And those are the people that I'm having success with right now. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, I, there's a lot of agents that got into the business a year and a half ago and now they're struggling. Um, yeah. And so uh, 
Did you see um, Colton shared yeah. a couple of days ago? Very interesting statistic is that there are 10% of the awesome board of realtors subscribers. That's us, the, the realtors in the business did not renew their dues, meaning that either they're late on their payments, which I'm sure is a very small amount of, of people. Uh, but that means that there's an uptick in the amount of realtors that are now leaving the real estate business. Yeah. I don't think, you know, if you look back on the last three years of real estate, we had it super buyer friendly. It was, it was a huge buyer's market. It went to an extreme seller's market. And we're now, it seems like so suddenly hmm. back onto the buyer market side. Yeah. So there's not really been this balanced market that I think people would really thrive in. Because yeah. if you think about it right now is an inch, a super interesting time Why to be a seller or a buyer. Oh, yeah. There's there's not an ideal circumstance for any party. Mm -hmm. um, even though buyers are having more success right now, interest rates are working against you. Yep. You know, if you're if you're selling your house and you have a 2.8% interest rate and you're going to sell that to make money and then jump back into a 6.75% a interest rate, that's not as appealing anymore. So I feel for people on both sides, but yeah, I, I you know, what I've been telling a lot of agents is that um all of the clients that you were not able to buy last year, you got to put them on a list, you know, write them down and reach out to them and say, hey, you weren't able to buy last year, but now we're able to get you a better price um, and you don't have to negotiate and you have more buying power. And some of these buyers are coming back and saying, you know what, let's do it. Let's work, let's look, let's uh, see what our options are now. We had to waive inspection. We had to do some crazy stuff. And now it's the exact opposite where it's like, you know what? We can get closing costs taken care of. We can get, um, uh, you know, a way lower price at that point. Not way, but I'm just saying, you know, pretty uh, substantial amount. And now buyers have a chance. Yeah. And I think that's the, the crazy balance of real estate is being the expert that says, hey, I know I, you know, it's a 7% interest rate at, at certain prices are not ideal. I understand that. But there's other factors that are way more important, especially in this is to house buyers. These are people who are in the hunt for a house. I'm not talking about just your average, you know, person. Like you have to be in a certain time in your life financially, like your situation has to align for it for you to, to, to really get in right now. Yeah. And so if that is you, you have to look at the positive of, well, now I can at least compete. Yeah. And the great thing is your interest rate isn't forever. You can always refinance. Yep. And when rates do eventually drop, whenever that is, you're going to be on the better side of it because now you're not having to, when, when the interest rates were really low, what happened? Everyone was a buyer. That's what caused, you know, partially what caused all this competition, mm -hmm. all this overbidding, and you didn't have a chance. Yeah. So now you do. And I, I actually re am really enjoying this market. Yeah. I am, um, you know, I've got several listings right now and showings are not going to lie. They have dropped off like crazy. Like, uh, I'll tell you the good and I'll tell you the bad. They, they've dropped off like crazy. You know, we're getting one show in a week or 
two, three showings max. And so, uh, but what's funny is, is that seven, eight years ago, one showing a week was pretty good. Yeah. Um, so we've got to look at it. We've got to take a step back and look at the market. Um, what was I going to say? Um, and so now sellers are going to have to be, have more, um, I'm sorry. So yeah, the good and the bad. So now, uh, sellers are going to have to have better expectations because, um, it's a different ball game now. Yeah. Eight months ago, they were expecting 20k over asking price, 30k over asking price. Now they need to expect you might make 30k less than what you think you're going to make. Yeah. And I think it's also really important that for us in the industry as the experts to set proper expectations. Yep. I think you you kind of shoot yourself in the foot if you're saying whatever it takes to get the business mm -hmm. right. I'm a very straight shooter and anyone who thinks right now that you're going to get February prices, you're in for a bad time. And that's I don't want that to reflect on me. I'd rather set a better expectation for you and say, here's what I realistically think we can get based on the inventory around here, your comps and just the state of the market. Yeah. Um. So why are interest rates higher? Uh, inflation. Ooh. So our, our good buddy inflation, <laughs> <laughs> everything is just more expensive. It's more expensive to borrow money. We're printing money like crazy. The value of the dollar is just in a landslide right now. It's yeah. like a race to the bottom. So if you don't know the way to beat inflation is higher interest rates. And so, that's why we're seeing higher interest rates is because inflation is at an all time lot high, all time lie, all time high. And, um, and so, yeah, that's why, you know, they're trying to slow down the economy. Um, and it's working. Mm -hmm. Um, I think one positive aspect of that is that, um, they're going to, you know, they can only go so high, right? So yeah, where, what what other way are they going to go down, right? So I'm hoping. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and people, you know, I just got a, a question yesterday about a house I'm on a contract with, and they said, "Do you think that this is going to be a worthwhile investment?" Right. Such a tricky question, because I I don't ever want to tell someone. This is a house in Austin. This is a house Probably. in Austin that I'm under contract with. And they said, Jordan, do you think that this is going to be an investment where we're not going to lose a bunch of money and you don't ever want to tell someone incorrect information? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to. And, and if I had a crystal ball to tell you, we'd all be better for it. Right. Yeah. But I think the important thing is just transparency and honesty. And I said, look, I believe in this area. Um, I believe in the companies moving here mm -hmm. to Austin. I believe the investments they're putting in here and just central Texas in general. And I put my money where my mouth is. Mm -hmm. You and I are investing yep. here. Like I'm not just a person trying to get a commission sale off of you. I'm doing it as well. Yeah. I'm buying property. I'm in it with the interest rates. I'm like, I'm here with you. So I think that helps, and, you know, people live in their houses five, seven, eight, nine years, you know? So if the market's shifting right now, like it's going to be okay. Yeah. And I, I think that's the other important part is time. I think now more than ever, your intention with a property is so important mm -hmm. because, you know, I've had a client 
who bought a house with me thinking it was going to be their forever home and a year in or less than a year into it are already asking to sell because mm -hmm. their their perspectives have changed or, or whatever it is they've changed their mind or something that's going to be a different answer for me than this is my forever home and i'm going to be here for you know 10 years and may sell then yeah so it, yeah. It, again it's just understanding like what your true intentions are with the property and and it's so important now. Yeah. I was watching this show on Netflix called The Watchers. It's a new show on Netflix. And it's this family. They go into this town. They buy this new house. And they notice that, like, their neighbors are very uh, nosy, like all of them. And, um, and it's funny because there's a realtor in that in the show. And the realtor helps them buy the house. And then uh, – and then – I thought they're trying to figure out who this like one person is that's like watching them and mm. sending them letters like it's and it's really crazy anyways but this realtor they make this realtor look like the freaking <laughs> most sleazeball realtor in the world uh she she helps them buy the house and then once the bad things start happening oh no she's like we need to list the house <laughs> It's like, of course we do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, in our perspective, I'm like, oh, my gosh, she's just trying to make that sale. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, and, and I think it's really sad that that's probably how a lot of people view this industry. Yeah. And I, I don't know, like I've seen people say like there's like used car salesmen and then realtors, like as yeah. far as like the respect or like the integrity scale, which I think is really unfortunate. Which is crazy because we represent our clients in the best capacity and we're not, I mean, and the thing is, is that, you know, yes, there are some agents out there that are just looking out for their commission, but a lot of times they're not doing that well mm -hmm. because that's where their mindset is. Yeah. You know, like if your first thing that you're doing is figuring out what your commission is when you're, you know, under contract or, um, whenever you're talking to a new client, that's bad business. Bad. Yeah. It's bad business. Yeah. Um, so you had something interesting happen recently, um, and we don't have to go into d big details, but, um, with the clients and, and it's always important to follow up with the clients. And I think you had a really good relationship with this client, but, um, something happened with them. Do you mind sharing? Yeah. Um, you referring to the one who ended up going with a, a Facebook agent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, you know, I got licensed two years ago in September. And I got introduced to these people through a mutual friend. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was going to start off as a lease. I was like, Hey, whatever, I'm, I'm down to help. And I've kept in constant contact with them. I feel like I didn't do anything wrong or like miss a step mm -hmm. to, to not have a really solid relationship. Always inviting to events. I've, I've met them. Yeah. Like I have their family over for like my, my birthday, you know, party, like part of their family was there. So I feel like I was doing all the right things to really earn this business. Mm -hmm. Right. And they were, you know, the last time I had spoken with them, they weren't ready. Like they were working on their credit. Uh, they, they were looking at December of, you know, as their destined time to, to go buy. Mm -hmm. 
and I get a text out of nowhere that's, you know, hey, Jordan, I really appreciate your efforts. I, I, I feel so terrible having to write this, but I was looking on Facebook and there was this property and I, all I said was, hey, is this available? And then someone messaged me and they were like, oh my gosh, I have such a good relationship with the listing agent. I can get you all this money off. And so we went with them. Like, I hope this doesn't change anything. And man, it was like a dagger to the heart just because yeah. I felt I we we pour a lot of ourselves into trying to be authentic mm -hmm. and care. So I think that's why when a, a relationship maybe isn't reciprocated that way, mm -hmm. it hurts a lot more because I, I truly care. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I was yeah. really excited. I, I know about their family situation. Mm -hmm. Like I know I know what their motivation is for, for buying a house. And so um, funny enough. I, I, wait, wait, wait. So <laughs> how did you react to it? I, so obviously I was hurt. Okay. But no, but you know, front facing. Yeah, no, I, I was very supportive. Okay. Again, I let them know like, Hey, I'm bummed. I couldn't represent you, Yeah. but I'm so excited for your family. Yes. Like I'm, I'm thankful for the opportunity. And of course this doesn't change anything. And then what happened? And then fast forward a day. That first house didn't work out. Second house, they, I won't go into detail. I won't, I, yeah, for yeah, respect a, to the situation, yeah. uh, no, they hit me up and they're like, hey, we don't trust this agent. I don't think they have our best intentions, you know, mm -hmm. at the forefront of, of what they're doing. Yeah. How do I get out of this? Yeah. So by not overreacting mm -hmm. and by having genuine intentions, I think that kept me top of mind for them yep. yep and it kept me in good graces and ultimately has earned back that business yeah. that's happened to me so many times where clients like they get the shiny object uh while they're buying and they're like oh what's this opportunity over here i'm gonna go over here or oh this agent said that they could do this for me and i'm like just just be careful because um, you've heard me say this a lot, but we care a lot more than most agents, mm -hmm. right? And so that's the reason why we do so well is because at the end of the day, when the transaction is closed, uh, clients know that we're not thinking about our commission. We're thinking about how are they in the best position uh, after they, you know, before as compared to where they were before they bought the house. Right. Yeah. And that relationship doesn't stop when you close on the house like i want you i want you at the christmas party i want you at our events like i want to see you i want to see your family thriving and and hear about the things that you're doing mm -hmm. in your life that are awesome yeah so yeah <laughs> yep um you have any questions for me uh yeah uh, what made you pick that hoodie this morning <laughs> i was being lazy and I hey was, same <laughs> and i was like I don't like this shirt, so I'm gonna wear a hoodie on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Serious question. Okay. Serious question. What are so we're kind of wrapping up, like we're in the last quarter of 2022, and I know you're a big vision guy. Mm -hmm. So take your time if you need. But what are your goals for 2023, both personally, for your team, and mm. or just life in general? 
So we've got four agents on our team with Deidre, right? Um, Deidre is our, oh, well, I already said her name. I probably shouldn't have said her name, but she's our secret weapon. Yeah, she's awesome. (laughs) Sure, yeah. Um, So we've got four agents with Impact Property Group, and we have our um, liaison as well that uh, she's our secret agent. Amazing. Yes, she uh, she's the backbone because uh, we've made it our mission to make a positive am- impact on our community, and she is the one that like sets it up. Right? Yeah, like, she's very impact and you know giving back driven. Yeah, yeah. and so and it's cool because she she understands the mission, uh, and she's you know if there's one thing that you can do as a realtor that. Um, will help your business is try to try to find leverage when it comes to people uh, helping you do things that you don't have time for. And so Deidre is, well, I said her name. That's fine. Just keep it there. Keep it there. <laughs> uh, Deidre is our, uh, you know, she she does amazing things. Like today, we have a, a, a dad's barbecue and, um, she pretty much set it all up yeah Yeah. and we've got 50 plus dads 50 plus family members uh coming to uh the event and um now that you know now i get to show up and get to eat barbecue and get to have fun but get to build relationships and that's exactly what i want to do yeah absolutely what um what would you say is a bit of advice maybe regarding facebook groups that you would share with with other members or other realtors because I think a lot of your success, not a lot of your success, that that may, that may sound right, bad. Don't take that as of recently. Like you have a lot of success with groups, mm. whether it's the dads group, like basketball. Like there's there's so much that keeps you engaged with your community. And how how do you a think of stuff like that? And B, how can you grow that? How how can I think of stuff like what? Yeah, like uh, so. There's probably agents out there who are like, I want to have a successful Facebook group mm-hmm. where I have massive influence yeah. and can you know again generate leads or build relationships. Like whatever the goal is for yeah. having that group, like you found a lot of success in both of that. Yeah. Both of those aspects. Um, so what I noticed was, is that, um, people are on Facebook because they want to build connections. And when you build a Facebook group, um, that facilitates a platform for connections. And so when people are moving to these towns or these cities, they're trying to find new people to hang out with. They're trying to find new people that they'd have something similar with. And so, when you start these Facebook groups, it's like this platform, um, this ecosystem of people that want connection, right? And so when you can gather those people in a, in a Facebook group and then consistently add value by showing them new things, uh, hosting events is the number one thing that I love doing uh, because um, we actually get to a table, we eat together, we build relationships, and building relationships um, and like building trust in real estate is the number one most important thing. Because if you have people's trust, then 
They will work with you. They won't question your decisions. Um, and they'll, they'll trust you because they see other people have worked with you. And so if other people are working with you, um, like then they want to work with you. Uh, and there's this, I told you about this. Um, there was this McDonald's survey in 19, the 1980s, and they were trying to sell more dessert. And, um, so they hired someone to come in there and change some things up and they only changed one thing. And it was instead of when a customer comes up to the counter, uh, the, the employee says, Hey, would you, uh, okay, thank you. Would you like to try our dessert? They didn't say that anymore. It was, um, okay. You got a number two, um, with a large Sprite. Um, would you like to try our other customers favorite dessert? Right. And so, um, just because other people were getting that dessert sales went up, you know, it's just because they were telling people that other people loved that dessert, uh, sales went up 70%. Wow. So, um, they're like, I want in on that. Yes. Like other people enjoy it. I want to do that yeah, too. Exactly. So how do we become the dessert? Right. <laughs> right. Do you get me? Yeah. Because if other people are liking us, then we need ambassadors out there, which is that employee to tell other people that other people are working with us. Mm. And so that is, um, one of the biggest strategies that I've used and you've used and you, you may not know it, but, um, but you know, this is one tip for realtors, you know, always talk to your cl a potential client to say, Hey, I've worked with your friends. Hey, I've worked with this person you may know because now you have a connection and the quicker you can break down that wall of tr that break down that wall of distrust, um, the quicker you're going to, uh, build that relationship and then uh, the potential for opportunities of closing deals uh, happens. Heck yeah. And events are huge too because they satisfy the, the first and most intimate level of communication, which is in yep. person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, connecting with someone on Facebook is fantastic and it's great to start your connection there if, if you have no other way to, to meet, you know, just through coincidence or any other planned setting. But what you do with that connection from there is so important because yeah. if they just see you online, like that's, that's cool. But how much more trusting are they of you once they meet you? Yeah. You know, once you meet somebody you're like, man, what a great guy or, you know, what a, what a great person. I, I love their demeanor. I love their energy. I love everything about that person. I want to, that solidifies that they're my go-to. Mm -hmm. So getting in front of them is, is critical. Yeah. So. Jordan and I are going to be in Nashville next month, which is pretty exciting. We're going to an Arte Syndicate um, conference, and um, I sort of want to go look at Airbnb opportunities. Oh, absolutely. I've never been, but I've heard Nashville is like the spot. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you know what? One of my friends is buying an Airbnb out there in Nashville. and Or no, I'm sorry. She wants to buy an Airbnb in Nashville. And I was like, oh, I'm going to be there. We're going to buy it first. Right? <laughs> Just kidding. I know. <laughs> yeah. But um, a little bit about our Airbnbs, uh, you know, we had this thing happen with one of our Airbnbs where somebody booked for several months and then at the last minute they canceled. Mm -hmm. And so our income for um, last month um, was a lot less than yeah. what we're used to. 
because typically you you would want to have all that time available for people to book but when they think it's booked and you're kind of banking on it because it was going to be a nice little it was a nice two month you know brick of of uh bookings there that canceled so we're making what thirty five hundred to four grand a month on that that property Mm. so that could have been a potential of you know Thirty five hundred times two, so seven grand. Yeah, um, and they backed out the last second. Yeah, uh, but that's the highs and the lows of real estate. Like people think that once you get in real estate, it's like just this amazing. You're a freaking king. And Business yeah. is just gonna flock to you, right? <laughs> oh no, no, it's it's so hard. Yeah. Like I I don't I can't stress that <laughs> enough now. Like, I think people see like HGTV and they're like, oh, this is incredibly easy. These guys are always busy. It seems like no one fails in real estate. And in fact, I feel like it's such, it's hard, man. It's yeah. its so difficult because you're constantly just wondering, like sometimes you're just wondering like, where's my next paycheck gonna come from? And that, that can mentally drain you and almost paralyze you into not doing anything. But that's the exact opposite. That's when you double down, mm-hmm. you know, you, you hit your sphere twice as hard. You book twice as many events you do, you know, that should get you going. Yeah. I think the agents that fail the most and maintain composure do the best. Yeah, absolutely. And I think also like if you're an investor right now, like you, like we have to be so much more creative with having exit strategies, Mm -hmm. plan B, like C, D, because you know, you and I have a property and full transparency, again, keeping things level with everybody is we have a property that we've, probably going to end up making a lot less than what we anticipated Mm -hmm. because we probably missed the market turn by a couple weeks by like yeah like maybe five four or five weeks Mm -hmm. and that's really unfortunate for us but now it's okay thank goodness we had a really great initial deal yeah we didn't overextend ourselves by making it to where all of our money was tied up into this property Mm -hmm. um, so that we can continue to live and also being the entrepreneurs that we are have the creative capacity to be able to go, okay, what are our other options? Mm -hmm. And the people who can adjust like that and adapt with the market, we're going to be all right. Yeah, I know. I said that in the, I think the first podcast was like the agent that can have a tool belt of options when it comes to walking to a listing appointment and going like, you know what, I can buy this, or you know what, I can wholesale this, or you know what, uh, I have investors ready to buy this house, or hey, you know what, if you want the the max amount, um, you can fix this, this, and that, then let's go ahead and list the property. So there's so many options, but people really are only thinking, I can only sell this house. Mm -hmm. You know, and so especially in a shifting market, you need that tool belt of options and opportunities. um, And I mean, not opportunities and have your eyes open to those opportunities. You know, Um, this is a little bit off subject, but I had a I think I told you I told you last night uh, that um, this list, this buyer's agent calls me and she's in Dallas and she goes, Hey, John, uh, I can't be in the town, I mean, in your city, uh, but I have a buyer that's interested in one of your listings. And so um, I said, you know what, no problem. Um, I'll go open it up for the for the client. So find out that the client is the buyer's agent's brother. And 
and he's not getting serviced as well as he should be. And so what? Because happened? she's not available to be yeah. in this area. Yeah. And, you know, he says, man, I, I'd like to go take a look at all these other properties. And I say, well, unfortunately, you know, since you're being represented by your sister, I'm not able to do anything. And he says, is there any way you can show me properties? And I was like, well, um, you know, how about your sister and I actually partner up? And um, I'll give her a referral fee and I can show you all the properties you want and I can represent you in the best light. And I found out that he worked at Covert, where my wife used to work. And um, and it was cool because we found that connection. And then Mm. I said, oh, man, I've helped so many people at Covert buy a house. Right. And remember what we talked about earlier Mm. or that trust. And so he actually checked me on it. And he walked over to the office of uh, the guy, one of the guys that I've helped over there. And that guy was like, oh, you got to work with John, right? Wow. And so I get a call, and uh, I wasn't able to answer it, but I called him back. And he was like, yeah, man, I want to work with you. Uh, just, just throw my sister a referral fee. And so now he's getting serviced at a high level. His sister's getting taken care of. And... Um, and it was like, it came very organic. It wasn't like I was, I, I kept telling him, I was like, dude, I'm not going to come between you and your sister's relationship. Um, so talk to her, you know, right. let's partner together. Let's make this a win-win for everybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Found that, that solution of everybody wins, everyone's happy. And, you know, sister doesn't have to worry about if he's going to be taken care of. It's incredible that he checked you on what you said and that your reputation earned you that business. Yeah. Remember the dessert, having the employee or the other people talk about, you know, so. Your brand ambassadors. Yes. You got to get them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Any other questions? I think that's it for right now. All right. Well, hey, guys, it was amazing talking to y'all. Amazing talk to you, Jordan. Thanks for having me back on. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's pretty much it. See you guys. It'll be great. All right. Bye.